0: Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menudos. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together, the Connecticut edition. We're coming to you live from the East Coast. Uh, it is Tuesday, July twenty-eighth, twenty twenty. They tell me. <laughs> July twenty-eighth, guys. July twenty-eighth. Oh my lord. Uh our quote of the day appreciation is the purest vibration that exists on the planet today and that is from Esther Hicks. Today I'm very excited to bring you guys uh a friend of the show. She has been on before. She is incredible. Uh if you've seen the documentary Heal that we talk about on the regular here, she was featured in it. Her name is Patty Penn. She's a Reiki master. And she's going to talk to us about how to arm ourselves against the physical, the emotional, the energetic challenges uh, that come along with this global pandemic. And yeah, I'm looking forward I to that. I just love how Me Scottish too. she
2: is. I knew she was European. And I love, I used to work with a bunch of Europeans right after college. It's a long story. We can save it for another show. But uh-huh. Was that when you I, were
0: in your quartet days, Jeff? That was the quartet
2: days, yes. yes. Um, everyone I worked with was European, but... I worked on a cruise ship. We can get into it in another episode. But um, I particularly love Scottish people. So when I got on the line with Patty and I heard that lovely Scottish accent, I was like, I already like you. I can't wait for tomorrow's show.
0: Wait, So I need to, we need to pull up video. Jeff showed us in like a devastating moment recently. We were like trying to cheer ourselves up. He showed us the fact that he was uh, part of a quartet, and he was like a yes. boy bander, and he did like little thrust, his hip thrusting moves, yes. and yes. Uh, our sweet little Jeff was a our little sweet
1: little, Jeff. A little so-
0: sassy back in the day. That's how he reeled in his wife.
1: He was sassy. It's, he had a good like <laughs> jazz square going. Ooh, the outfit.
0: We need to pull the video, yeah, and Jeff. we need to show everybody, Jeff. but the cruise is bad. That...
2: I want to be careful with our copyright, so we'll make sure before we air it that it's safe right. to air, but if right, not, right. we we'll there on patreon but uh yes? it was quite a, a wonderful chapter of my life wait,
0: wait so so the cruise time was that you <laughs> quartetting
2: yeah so that was it. the quartet was it. on a cruise it was amazing
1: amazing
2: Dead. Oh, it, it was. So uh, we should, if it's ever interesting, and I, I will say, I can. <laughs> that chapter of my life was a fascinating six months. If you want to peek behind the curtain as to what ship life is, I ship think life. it could be a fun little Patreon segment. And uh, as Maria will see in our rundown, our Patreon's been doing some really cool stuff lately.
0: I don't know if it's in line with our uh, our content, Jeff. A ah! peek the behind ship. your quartetism in. On a cruise ship, I don't know how you bridge the gap between that and what we do every week, but you find a way and you share it with me, and I will torture our Patreon. Well, I mean, to educate our <laughs> Patreon
2: members. I'll pitch it to Maria and see if we can shoehorn it in somehow.
0: Dying, but meanwhile, thank you guys for joining us. And if you are a Patreon member already and you want to see Jeff's quartet life, yes. <laughs> no, but seriously. Um, you uh, you will really enjoy the content, I think, that we're doing there. We can deep dive a little bit more. We don't have the YouTube rules there, so we can curate amazing clips mm-hmm. that we can walk through and talk through. Um, and we're also, aside from the amazing kind of exclusive content we're doing there, we're doing some great giveaways, and we're really starting to ramp that up. Um, I've decided that I'm going to do some massive closet giveaways. Um, I have literally boxes of jewelry and stuff that just i don't know what to do with it so i'm just going to give it to you guys uh so join us on patreon we have an incredible testimonial from a patreon member who got one of our uh giveaways and it was from the bella twins life coach carrie rose she said what an amazing surprise to be gifted a life coaching session by carrie rose from Maria, maria and the better together podcast speaking with one of maria's guests directly simply because i'm a member of patreon was not something that I imagined would ever happen. My one-on-one time with Carrie felt like an extension of Maria's interview with her. It was surreal.
1: Oh, I love that. Erica
0: Hatala, very happy for you. Um, and we also, I didn't mention actually, oh, I did mention the three tiers yesterday. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, our guest yesterday who I've been raving about to every female (laughs) I have come across. I'm like, oh my God, I had like all these conference calls yesterday. I'm like, you've got to listen to my show yesterday. I must sound like a raving fan of myself, but it's not me. (laughs) It's her. (laughs) Um, I get so psycho crazy about the content. So she was incredible yesterday, Elisa. And, um, She's doing giveaways, uh, a book, a, um, some vitamins that are worth like $280. Mm-hmm. And what was the third package?
2: A year-long subscription to the MyFlow app, which yeah. you know, people who have struggled with hormonal issues say has literally changed their life. So I'm stunned by what our Patreon community has access to. And um, we, we're randomly selecting, and the way I'm going to start designing it is, if we are doing a single-tier pick the higher your tier, the more likely you are to get selected. You get entered multiple times. So all of our patrons are eligible, but our top tier patrons are the most likely to get picked for these giveaways. I
0: want to do some fun random selects that yeah. we film. Like we put three biscuits in front of Max <laughs> and each biscuit <laughs> represents a different person and I then whichever one he picks gets to win the big prize. I think that's perfect. So like, and it. then we have like a small child, like randomly pick, like a small child. point to a Sweet person, me. point to something on this page. <laughs> and then it's like, Kelsey wins. I, love it. I just want the most random ways to choose i think it'll be so fun join us on uh youtube subscribe we're seeing our numbers exploding so thank you and uh help us if you can by sharing the show to people that you know would love it we want to expand this community and make it bigger and stronger and we'll continue to bring you incredible guests that will blow your mind help you change you shift you solve problems um it's kind of uh kind of a passion so love doing it um speaking of passions animals are my passion but I also do love butterflies yes. I wouldn't say insects are a passion but I do love resuscitating insects and so what? I have what does that even mean do you know do you not know my insect stories no oh Kelsey we're in nature so you need to know that I've got powers
1: please tell do okay. tell okay
0: So, Jeff, you've heard the story, right? Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay. I'm going to try to do it really fast. So, I was in my pool. It was after I'd produced a feature film. I was really exhausted. I was alone and super bored, and there was a cricket in the middle of the water. So, I, like, flushed it up to the top, put it on the... When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager... To now, going to them for so many of my daily essentials. It's been my go to for so many years, and having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those, and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus, having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So, I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully, our jobs, and everything in between, but. Okay. And then poop came out. And all of a sudden I started realizing like, huh, that's interesting. So I had a pushing on the abdomen more and I inadvertently gave it CPR. No! And the cricket came back to life, but it was stuck with the, the water and the concrete. It's antennas are really long. So I put a leaf underneath and I blow dried its antennas Need and it, it literally ran <laughs> away from me, turned around, came right to the edge of the pool, got up on his like hind legs and went like this. In my face, and I'm like, "Oh my god! Go tell your family you're alive, little guy. This is amazing." He literally said thank you to me. A no. cricket, swear no. to God. So, so today I had a butterfly experience, and I'll tell oh. you. And a friend of mine, yes. Gabby, she's a healer as well. She sent me a video. Wing Dyer um, had done about a butterfly that oh came to gosh. him, and so, anyhow, uh, that's the cricket story. And I told everybody, and my husband said, "Never tell that story because people are going to think Why? you're crazy." No. And so, Kevin. yeah, so then uh, we're on vacation in Mexico with my parents and this grasshopper I was like playing with literally dove from the top pool down to its death in this massive waterfall. And I'm like, Kevin, you got to help him. Oh my God, you got to go help him. So I made him go all the way down to the other pool around, go into the water, get the grasshopper and brings it back. So he ends up on the table and I go, Behold this is a dead grasshopper correct and everyone's like yes Yes. and i go i will now bring it back to life and i'm totally like not thinking this is really going to happen by the way right yeah but i was like i have special powers and so i take the grasshopper and i start giving it the chest compressions like i did with the cricket well nothing's happening because they have a really hard shell so i had to start using my brain and guys i i guess i have super super um common sense You can't get to its heart through that. So what I did was I went under its little armpits.
1: No. And you have to be so
0: careful to not get its legs because their legs are very dainty. You'll break them. So I went in there with my little fingers. and went like, ding, ding, ding." I started doing the little (gasps) compressions. Grasshopper comes back to life. Stop. Stop. I'm not even joking. Grasshopper comes back to life. And I'm like, holy shit. And then he he gets up and he flies away. We're like, oh, my God. Kevin and my parents i have the chills their faces were insane so i love this i've since tried to resuscitate a few caterpillars it did not work i mean i tried (laughs) i tried so hard um and so anyway there was another insect jeff i gave you a video you were supposed to edit and i forget what was it a mantis. oh maybe yeah it was unbelievable um anyhow he came back to life right yeah. Yeah. So that was another one. Oh, My yeah. God. I forgot about him. That's another one to add. Well, see, this is, yeah. you
1: told me the other day that you wanted to be a vet when I you know. were little. Yeah. So it's like, hey.
0: Yeah. I just knew I couldn't put them to sleep. So that ended that. Right. But right. Um, today on our little walk, we've been waking up early in the morning to go on walks yes, here, getting our day started early, Jeff. And uh, and so we found a butterfly in the middle of the road, just on the ground, this beautiful monarch butterfly. So I was like talking to it and I'm like, "Come on, little guy, come on up." Climbs my hand and then doesn't move and I'm like, "Okay." I was like, "You want to go for a walk with us?" And then Kelsey named her Pearl. I did. She's and so, so cute. <laughs> we took we took her on our walk. She stood, she she was on my hand for like 10 minutes easy as we walked the streets of Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And then finally I could see she was getting a little antsy, so I was like, "Well, maybe she wants to go." So I put her down on a shrub, and then that was it. That was it so Wayne Dyer <laughs> has 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 a really great um butterfly story, but I asked everybody on Instagram and everyone's saying that monarch butterflies um come to you either it's somebody from your that's passed on mm-hmm. or it's um it's a sign of transformation, kind of uh, rebirth, yeah. like yeah. new beginnings, yeah. and yeah. it does come at a very interesting time because i am reevaluating everything and everyone in my life right now mm-hmm. if people are bringing me stress i am I'm, I'm i'm having to really really rethink everything because it has just been far too long of having to carry a lot of dead weight yep. around and i've had to shake a tree for a long long time and so i'm going to spend this weekend we're going to spend we're going to do, yep, do our both. aaron falconer from that episode yep. our goals list mm-hmm. i'm going to reassess everything i'm doing in my life Bring it down to three buckets. Keep it very simple, mm-hmm. and then, um, and then I'm going to reassess like friendships, everything. Yeah. Like I just, yeah, uh, and so maybe that's why the butterfly was coming. It's like, okay, no, you're on the right track. Do it. And I was like, yeah,
1: cool. That's what I think. People in the chat are saying they liked it. Thank you. Guys. Oh, do you have the video? You want to yeah, play right, it? Let's pop. Okay, it
0: up. let's pop it up.
1: Pop it up. Okay. Okay.
0: Mind you, this is Kelsey's first oh. day engineering in here. Yeah. <laughs> So we can't see it on here. This is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, you don't want to be in the street when cars are coming. <laughs> oh, little guy. Um, So I can't see it, but you can see. They can see
1: it. They yeah. saw the whole thing. Um, I'm learning to put it on Zoom for Maria so she can see it. It's yeah. a whole setup, you guys. Well, you know,
0: you're going to figure it out because you really want to. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also had a really fun time last night. So we did some shooting here yesterday. And Gosh, yes. Um, And in a stressful moment, I decided to de-stress. I I was like, I'm going to go take some Airborne. I went upstairs and I realized, well, I can't just have Airborne myself. I have to share with everybody. So from the top of the stairs, I started tossing down Airborne and seeing who could catch it. It was <laughs> Which is hilarious. kind of unsafe, by the way, because Kelsey's like, what oh. if I choke? I go, hey, Steven, do you know CPR? <laughs> I, was like, do do, I mean, Heimlich. Do you know the Heimlich? I know yeah. I've had to do the Heimlich before on a, on a five-year-old. It was awful. Um, but uh, but everyone survived. There were no injuries. Just a lot of laughs. You want to play a that? A lot of
1: laughs. Yep. Yep. Here we go. <laughs> All right.
0: Kelsey, here we go. Vitamin C down the hash. Ah! <laughs> That <laughs> <laughs> I can't so is the fun. best. <laughs> right, Stephen. Oh, your turn.
1: We are crying. Will you, will you play Stephen? Oh, Steven? we have to play the Stephen one. You guys.
0: I, I watched this so many times, Jeff, and cried laughing. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> All right. Yes, here we go. Bye. No! Wait, wrong one. That's, ah! Steve, that's me again. You guys are really getting the full, the full thing here. Okay. Okay. Back to back to the Steven one. This is uh, I'm teasing you guys because the Stephen one is Steven's
0: amazing. I actually have another one. Okay, if you go okay. to my stories where I do an extreme close up of his face, I I can't.
1: Okay, ready for this, you guys? Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Don't joke. <laughs> 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 it bounced off, <laughs> off his nose. <laughs> <We're lying>. <laughs> 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 First of all, my laugh went wicked witch of like the west. <laughs> I'll get you, my pretty. I, I love it. So haven't laughed funny. that hard in so long. We was
1: on the ground, clearly on the ground, crying visibly. Guys, it was amazing. So good. I was so
0: stunned by that
2: room. I've never seen the Connecticut House before, and that mm-hmm. beautiful library, so like towering and grand. I
0: want to see it. Oh uh, yeah, come on down, Jeff. At come some on point, down, at some Jeff. Point, yeah. Come on down. Come yes. on down. Oh man, it was so funny. We uh we you know, you need those moments when you're mm-hmm. you know, you need moments of levity and so um that was that was ours. Uh meanwhile, before we get to our interview with Patty, uh a not as fun note, but I do have to mention this cuz I saw it trending yesterday and I want you guys to be very careful. So the FDA has expanded its list of toxic hand sanitizers. PS didn't know hand sanitizers could be toxic. But there are some that actually poison your bloodstream through skin absorption, which, by the way, we really need to be rethinking what we're putting on our skin yes. in general. We oh. need to do an entire episode, by the way, on skin care and what all of this stuff does that we're putting on our faces and bodies. Mm-hmm. So ethanol is a safe FDA-approved product. But methanol is not FDA-approved, and it can cause blindness or even death. Mom-and-pop hand sanitizer companies are releasing unsafe products, apparently, as they keep Ooh. try to keep up with demand. So for a full list of 87 hand sanitizer products flagged by the FDA, you can check out the link in the description. But let's look at mm-hmm. the ones that we have. I wanted to see, do, okay. do any of these have methanol?
1: Nope.
0: Okay. Not that one. Perfect. And this
1: one ethyl alcohol
0: that's fine that's fine
1: okay water (laughs) and something as long as it doesn't have methanol So no we can use both of these okay cool i'm scared. most of
2: them are international so especially if you're in mexico i think almost half of them were mexican based hand sanitizer products so just yeah especially if you're in mexico um, double check those labels. And they might not even have it on the label. So just look at the list in the description. Jeff, yeah. will you
1: find one? Test it out and let us know how you feel. Steve, <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey. <laughs> I just called
0: also you Jeff, Steven, and Kelsey all at once. But not
1: Chelsea. But so not Chelsea, okay. yeah. Just kidding, Jeff. Oh,
0: man. I know. All I know. right. Well, <laughs> let's get to our interview with Patty. I'm very excited to chat with her. Patty is a globally renowned Reiki healer, the founder of Pause and Joy Awareness and Lifestyle Program. She was featured in 2017's critically acclaimed Heal documentary, uh, she uses powerful techniques to bring healing to her clients, and she's here today to share some of those techniques with us and to shed light on how we can find gratitude and comfort during this time, despite the upheaval across the world. Patty Penn, so happy to have you back today.
3: Oh, so happy to be here. Thank you for asking me back on. Oh, my gosh, better to together.
0: It's been a long time, uh, mm-hmm. and too long. I, I have to say. You know we um our studio has now powered down twice, so if anybody is watching, oh. I want you to know this is not normal, uh and we're going to find the solution to it, but Patty, is there an energetic reason we should be considering
3: seriously <laughs> Too much energy in the in the <laughs> in the internet right now, but let's see what's gonna come up. I know oh, please tell us, Patty I know.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny because even as we were trying to get back up, we were talking about uh life cleanups and a butterfly Mm -hmm. we found a butterfly on the street today just on the road and so I went to pick it up and it came out of my hand and went for a walk with us yeah it was unbelievable it was like 10 minutes and then I kind of felt her energy wanting to like get down so I was like okay so I put her on a shrub and she kind of flew and I was like okay cool but you know, I, what I've read and I've asked my followers on Instagram, you know, it's it's a sign either of someone coming to you from, you know, that's passed on or transformation mm-hmm. or new beginnings. And I definitely feel like I'm in that right now. But I think collectively, everybody's trying to find their new beginning because it's a mm-hmm. collective reset. This is, I, I say to everyone, if you're ever going to dump your old life and start a new one, it's now. Um, so tell you. me what you're thinking. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack.
3: but when you look at the transformation from the caterpillar and when it goes in the cocoon it has to turn into like a smoothie to transmute itself into the butterfly
0: Mm -hmm.
3: it's quite a gnarly process yeah (laughs) and we look at the butterfly and we're like that's so beautiful but we don't want to look at this transition phase, which is something I work with a lot of the smoothie phase, where people have to look at some of the dark things that have happened in their life, some of the they have to go there, the, to it. The it that they don't want to go to Mm -hmm. uh, because it lingers. It's like the elephant in the room, the inherited beliefs, you know. Because when we have patterns in our life or repetitive things or people that come into our life, you're like, oh, that's exactly the same as the last three bosses that I've had. Yep. You have to ask yourself, why? What is it in me that is putting up with this? Why am I not valuing who I am or what I have, and I'm buying into something that might not be true for me? Maybe I keep going to these different jobs because I really need to start my own thing. And yeah. how many times do I need to get the same person bully me?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah and we we've we've had a session on this before and it's true you know we when we talk about it the patterns are there it's it's they're just signals like okay what like yeah you're not valuing yourself or you're not um you're not um yeah usually it's like I think it's like that like at least for me it was I wasn't valuing myself enough and or at all um and then the same thing kept happening over and over
3: Because we take ourselves for granted. That's the gratitude, right? You take the ideas that come to you for granted. You know, there's someone sitting today that could have an innovation, that could have an idea about something that's going to change the landscape of how we do something. You know, back in 2008, there was a lot of innovations that came out of that time period. You know, Uber was started. All of these things started. So we have to you know when those ideas come to us when those innovations when those inspirations come to us they've chosen us but we lack the gratitude that it's chosen us if i don't feel enough if i if i if i have the belief that i'm not enough or i uh, i'm not worthy then who am i to bring that forward yeah or ask for help and how to get this off the ground or you know, you feel there's a lack of, of having the responsibility, the having the ability to respond to that thing that's calling you. And that is a lot to overcome, especially in marginalized communities, especially with people who weren't brought up with cheerleading parents, especially where they were brought up in environments that were, say, hostile to, you know, you have the, the, there's an expression called the tall poppy syndrome of standing out of, um, you know, they'll cut your head off <laughs> or who do you think you are? So these are the things that you all, you always have to overcome. And I think a lot of people are looking at what is it I really want to do now? You know, I mean, this is a, it, it's, it's an incubation period for everyone. It's, it's global. This is a, a phenomenon. Yeah. So when you really kind of think about it like that, you, you have to then go into kind of self-regulation and self-inquiry of like, what is stopping me deciding to become a yoga teacher? What is stopping me writing that book? What is stopping me uh, starting that initiative in my town or that after-school program or you know the mindfulness program for kids? What is it that's in my way and then you have to excavate and dig it up (laughs) and sometimes it can be scary oh yeah
0: it's great pushing that shit down you just keep that down hide it under the bed don't deal with it but it keeps rearing its ugly head
3: i mean everybody's in the pressure cooker and we're here to say that you know we're better together when everybody's bringing forward what their joy is or what their idea is and us all celebrating that, you know, as all supporting each other's um, execution. You know, not the thinking of it. When people talk about stuff a lot and they they talk and talk and it goes around in the head, you want to be able to get it out and executed and start to make the steps towards You know, looking at how to build that website, looking how to build that Patreon page, looking at uh, how you're going to get the grant for that initiative for your community, you know, all the different things. And there's there's so many avenues now. And I think it's it's a place where people are are really in action, but sometimes they don't have the tools to know how to overcome Yeah, the tools are important. Because they get anxious. They they hang on labels of, I'm too anxious. I have, you know, I feel, you know, I get lazy or uh, I procrastinate. You know, these are labels that are really hiding something that's a disguise for fear. Hmm. And when you start to go behind the disguise, you start to see your own stuff and i have a process i'm actually creating a a website right now called the cope kit and it's for people that don't know how to cope but it will kind of open things up for you to unpack what are the patterns what are my limiting beliefs what are my inherited beliefs Mm -hmm. you know because when i look at you know people who say, well, my father didn't do that, didn't activate. He never went and did that company that he was supposed to do. And I said, but you're doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that was the 1950s. This is 2010, 2020. So, you know, what is the thing that you have in common that's coming down the generations of, I just don't feel that I, I have you know, the capability or I just don't feel that I have the confidence or the permission is the big one. Talk about that. You know, people feel like they need some kind of permission slip. They need some permission to, they're waiting to be anointed by something or someone. It's kind of like uh, Oliver Twist. Right. Please, sir, can I have some more? Please, sir, can I, you know, bring my initiative forward? Please, who do I think I am? And when you start to excavate those things, you start to see that this is something coming down your wherever you were brought up it might be culturally it might be uh, society wise it might be because you're you know you that was the message you received as a woman maybe that was the message you received a, as a a person of color you know these are the things that we're overcoming now so that everybody it's just not the confident that are bringing their their their, their initiatives and their ideas forward it's everyone
0: Yeah, How do you fix that, though? How do you fix needing or thinking you need permission?
3: Uh, You have to collapse it. You have to collapse this need within you that is buying in to the excuse that you need permission because that's another disguise for fear. Mm. And delay is the big one. And now that there's no distractions... You can't go out for dinner, sit with your friends, or Mm -hmm. go pick up your coffee. There's no distractions for anyone. You're just sitting with yourself. And when you sit with yourself, you start to see where you're wasting time and why you are delaying doing what you came here to do. Which is sometimes... You know, when people really tap into that, you know, every single person has something that they came here to bring forward. You know, the the Sufis call it like the treasure within. And, you know, God said, where...
0: to do anything else it is incredible i love it frizz free up your schedule with way go to the way t-h-e-o-u-a-i.com and enter the promo code heal squad for 15 percent off any product that's the way t-h-e-o-u-a-i.com promo
3: code heal squad trust me you won't regret it where will i hide it where will we put it so that they'll go out and look for it and they said well the last place they will look inside Because we look for it all outside of the validation or someone saying, oh yes, you have permission to do better together. You have permission to do your idea. Mm -hmm. You have permission to go there. You have permission to um, be the rock star that you came here to be, whatever that is, or be the, the light in your community that you came here to be. But maybe that's between you and your own communion of your future self, compelling you pulling you or the universe if that's your connection or god or spirit you know when we start to and in- connect to that inner listener and then the knower within the thing that knows then you start to see shifts because you can't ignore it we're really good at ignoring
0: yeah it's a lot easier I think that's oh, yeah. that's the problem, right? As you go through life, and you keep, like I said, pushing that stuff down or hiding it under the the mental or the emotional bed, and mm-hmm. the patterns just keep coming, the things keep coming, and you just kind of learn. You you have a tolerance level, right? Like for me, I had a breakthrough yesterday mm-hmm. where I realized that Kevin and I have an incredible tolerance for abuse because we grew up in abusive situations. And so we are incredibly okay with people around us taking advantage of us, um, being not kind, um, being complete narcissists um, because we grew up with narcissists. And so it hit me yesterday, and I know we've had these moments maybe before, but we were always in our tornadoes, but it's like, it's really connecting with me now where it's like oh okay this is a pattern this is a problem we have gone through life just carrying so many people and allowing um allowing it which is our fault um and and we're exhausted from it so now it's like we got to clean up because i can't live like this anymore
3: Yes, but there's a few things going on with that because you have normalized. Yeah. You, it was normal for you to be in those abusive situations growing up. So it's kind of predictable for you to be in those because it's safe. It's something you know is you know. familiar. Yeah.
0: And but I share when, this in case somebody else is is dealing with this as well because – you know, I, I'm doing a lot of work and I'm still having to un, unfold and dig up this stuff. So, yeah, I mean, keep talking. It's it's a lot.
3: But, but here's the other part of it. You mentioned the narcissists that you attract mm-hmm. and you help a lot of people. But if you were to really start to expand your capacity for Joy, both you and Kevin, to enjoy more, would that seem narcissistic to you?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guilt that you have when you're living your best life and other people aren't. So I think that's part of the problem, right? That's why when people are successful in life, they bring everybody with them, they take care of everybody, they pay for everybody because there's like a guilt, a success guilt, right?
3: Yes, but that guilt is not serving you or Kevin because think of the initiatives that you could create and the reach that you could create if you weren't holding yourself back with that guilt. Yeah. Think of the foundations or whatever it is that you would get involved in because I know you get involved in a lot of charities and what greater things that you could do if you weren't stroking your guilt yeah (laughs) yeah
0: and I don't think I have that anymore I think that you get there at some point and then it becomes your swimming pool that's the pool you're swimming in and so I have to get out of this pool I gotta go build a new one I gotta Mm -hmm. I gotta drain this one and go build a new one with slides and waterfalls and like Mm -hmm. I just I gotta go build a new pool because I can't be my best self until I do.
3: Or you just decide right now that there is no building of the pool and you just decide that the pool that you're in is going to have the water slides, is going to have the noodles, is going to have the best people that you can work with Mm -hmm. because that's going to repel whoever's in the pool. They're Mm. just going to get out the pool okay because they can't bear being around you in that vibration it's unbearable (laughs) so there's there's no more building there's just you to be more you and kevin to be more kevin and decide that that's what you want to uh focus on and put your energy in and have you know and really trust your energetic integrity And then the energy takes care of it itself. They just get spat out or they get pinged out. They can't be around it. When you're compensating for them, they'll be there. Yeah. When you're pandering to them because you don't want them to hate you, they'll be there. But the moment you decide to put that switch and just switch it, they they will leave. Yeah.
0: So they find their own way out. They, they work yeah, themselves it's out
3: it's too nauseating yeah <laughs> to be around yeah you know because it's 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 a different frequency yeah everything's frequency everything's energy even your emotions are energy
0: patty you're so right i know you're always right but even i declared this maybe 24 hours ago maybe 48 yeah. hours ago and literally <laughs> i'm already seeing it happen
3: yes there's people are
0: flocking do. like goodbye so and i'm like oh cool yeah. not having to do it myself bye yeah
3: there's nothing to do it's like when when people begin working with me i say in my level one book you know they're with people that will just leave your life when you start to do this work because they don't they didn't sign up for this person so it's not their fault mm-hmm. they didn't sign up for this person they signed up for the other person that they could hijack or take hostage. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Yeah, Kevin's really good at being taken hostage. I am not as hard, but by proxy, I get taken hostage, and I don't yeah. want to do it anymore.
3: No, no. And that's that's for Kevin to clear yeah. and know that it's affecting you and your orbit because you're together.
0: yeah. Oh, my God. I might send you to do a clearing to him. He needs it so bad. Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> I mean, I need it terribly, too. But you all need some padding. I know. It's, <clears throat> you know, these are things that people don't really have um, clear direction on, right? Like energy is so powerful. The second, like I said, I'm, I started saying I am done. I am done having to carry people, beg people to do their job, beg people to do something. And having to ask 10 times for the same thing. I don't know why I got myself into this situation, but I'm done. Like I'm done. And so whatever that means, I can love you personally, but professionally we can't do this. And then in the personal life, I'm done. <laughs> I'm just done. I want to be free. I want to be happy. I want to I want to put my attentions where they, you know, they're going to go and work with people who are going to work with me and elevate me, not drag me down. I'm exhausted, Patty, but I'm not the only one that feels yeah. like this. There are so many people out there that are trying to like, it's almost like you're like a racehorse chained to like a wall. And you're like, I wanna go, I wanna go, but they're holding me and you just gotta cut those chains. Or I mean- They're not
3: holding you, you just have to decide that you wanna work with the best and the people that support you. Yeah. And, uh, and it may be, when they come, this is the thing, when those people do come, you start to feel, if that's not your normal set point, if that's not your normal familiar, it starts to feel a little out of sorts at times. It starts to feel too good to be true. Mm -hmm. It starts to feel that you're suspicious of someone that's just helping you. Hmm. And that's what you need to look at is, why am I feeling suspicious of this person that has no agenda? Oh, because I'm bringing my party To their generosity, or their, uh, and I need to be more grateful. Mm -hmm. There's the gratitude again. Yeah, because some people just want to help you because they love what you're doing, but you get all suspicious if you have a program that's like, "What's their game? Like, what do Mm -hmm. they want?" I mean, your your hypervigilance kicks in, right?
0: Yeah. uh, bonus wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving so on top of all that they keep me feeling satisfied i'm energized while i'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today
3: minus the sweet chili um all the programs of like yeah they're too good to be true what's their game what's their agenda And someone that doesn't have an agenda, someone that doesn't have an ulterior motive, I'll just be like, you know what? You're too much hard work and they'll move on. Wow. Because they're not there to jump through hoops to make you feel safe. Yeah. They're just there to help you. But if it makes you feel out of sorts, there's nothing they can really do. Because you have to meet it and you have to allow it to be what it is, which is generous. And if there is strings attached, you can say, you know, oh, I didn't, I I didn't realize that it was, you know, it involved that, but thank you. And you move on and you move on to the next thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, um, I feel like I've been manifesting, well, I, I ask for an abundance of amazing people and partners and investors and, um, collaborators to come into my life every night. And ever since I started doing it, that started happening. And I think that they become the light. And then the dark is so dark. <laughs> You're like, oh, I could have this. And this is what I've been dealing with. You're like, wait, huh?
3: <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a transition phase. Yeah. Because it's not part of your normal. And it can make you feel almost a little uncomfortable. And you ha- your job is to clean that uncomfortability and where that is attaching to the 12-year-old, where that is bringing up the 5-year-old, where that is bringing up the 16-year-old, where that's bringing up something that happened to you in the business that really is derailing this opportunity. Yeah. And that's your work to do Mm
0: -hmm.
3: because the balance between, am I, I am I not receiving this because it feels too much for me or, and I'm using, and now I'm going to use fear of being like suspiciousness to kind of push it away and practicality you know, oh, well, that's just not for someone like me, I, I, whatever that means, <laughs> or that's, you know, that's just not, you know, um, part of my wheelhouse, or that's just not, you know, um, something that I can accept in my life because it just feels extremely uncomfortable. You have to look at those things. Why does it feel uncomfortable? but it's you know all you've got is time right now Mm -hmm. this is the time to do the work this is the time to look at it yeah it that the consciousness knows is it it's like the skatey clown you know Mm -hmm. it knows what your it is and you have to eliminate it
0: yeah i mean we have we have a little bit of time ahead of us right like if you think about it I, yeah. I'm. I don't see. <laughs> I don't see a vaccine before the end of the year. And also, we keep talking about a vaccine like we're confident it's going to happen, but there have been no vaccines for other major diseases and viruses. So, um, yeah. we may be living in this scenario for the next, at least, for the rest of this year. Obviously, I mean, yeah. we. You know, I think that's a, that's kind of a given. So if we prioritize our emotional wellness right now and really take stock of our lives like Kelsey and I hmm. are spending the weekend and we're going to you know create yeah. our bucket list of what are the three buckets we're putting our energy into based yeah. on another guest on the show and I'm going to reevaluate all of my relationships in my life and who I'm putting my time into mm-hmm. and my energies into and um and I'm just going to really take stock of everything. I'm in the woods, so this is a perfect place for me to have a transformation and to to think about things really carefully but how does somebody who maybe hasn't even come to that place but they know something's
3: wrong how do they start i think they've already started when they know something's wrong when they know something's wrong um it can be overwhelming at first but the more you begin to look and unpack it and realize that it can be shifted, then there's hope there. Because you might have you, you may be in this position for 10 years, 20 years, mm-hmm. 15 years. And when you get to it you get to it you know it's it's very difficult to see you know, i mean i've 17 year olds and 16 year olds and 10 year olds that call me for you know to do the work but it's having the tools and knowing that we need to go forward with tools that even if i am going to launch a business even if i am going to look at my partnerships even if I am going to look at my friends I'm going to have to need some tools along the way that are going to serve me that allows me to know is this something that I'm using practicality for is this my fear that I'm imposing on this person or is this something that's just not for me and I need to take a pass on you know you said that you know you were going to look at all your friends and look at all your friend groups and stuff Uh, i i think it really is you know does this person make me feel lighter
1: Mm
3: -hmm. or does uh, when i'm around this these people this thing whatever it is do i feel heavy do i feel dense do i feel drained then there's your indicator and then asking, I wonder what that would look like. I wonder what it would look like to feel um, lighter. I wonder what it would look like, you know, to have more joy in my life. I wonder what who would be my collaborators that I would really enjoy working with that would make me feel lighter. And lighter is more illuminated. It's feeling lighter, feeling energized. Rather than feeling obliged, I think maybe you work from a lot of obligations. Like you feel obliged to take people with you. Mm -hmm. You feel obliged to um, give somebody a job that you you know, but you know they're not qualified for it. And that obligation is stealing a job from another person that really wants to do that job but you're giving it to someone that just because they know you and think that they can do the job is is your (laughs) your work to do yeah because it's not about being disagreeable with people but it's about not being agreeable for agreeable sake it's about obedience I'm being obedient to this person because they think that they can, you know, work in my production company because I've known them for five years or they're my cousin's daughter or they're, they're my cut, co- you know, whatever it is. Uh, you have to ask yourself, you know, is this the best person for the job? Yeah. Because I need the best people right now. Yeah. And I need to, because I want, Kevin and I to do more work that I know I'm capable of that, you know, I know that you're only operating at 50% capacity. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds I about right. <laughs> but most people think, oh my goodness, you're doing, you're, you must be up there about 80 or 90. But deep down, you know that you're between probably 45 and 50. Sometimes, in a good day, you're 50 and you feel good. And then, other times, you're at 45. And you need to look at that other 50 and 55 mm-hmm. that is blocking and limiting you, um, bringing more of that joy and bringing more of that light forward and bringing more of those inspirational moments that you bring into people's lives. Yeah. Because yeah. that's where you're cheating. You're cheating the contribution that you can make.
0: Yeah, why I'm here. But
3: in the unknown, it's not even happened yet. But something doesn't sit well with you. So you know. You know something's not adding up. You know something's off. And you have to sit with the offness and be like, okay, I know that this feels uncomfortable. What is it? I wonder what it is that I can choose today. I wonder what it is I can contribute today to myself, to the world, to um, better together, you know, and you're making that contribution with your your show, but how can I contribute even more? I love my show, but not, oh, I want to do something else and I'm not comfortable where I'm at. I'm loving my show. I love it. I enjoy it. But what else could I enjoy? Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's the other people that don't enjoy where they're at right now. And they have to ask, what is the things that are holding me back from that thing that is keeping me up late at night with research or, you know, no, you know pulling at me and tugging at me and compelling me and calling me that I'm ignoring because I have the rant, you know, who do I think I am and um, I don't have the permission that I have to dismantle.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. There's a lot of dismantling going on right now.
0: So true. I mean, I know in our lives we were dealt uh, some bricks from the sky to say, yep, what got you to Egypt isn't going to get you to the promised land. We need to change it up. And so there were there was substantial there was maybe like a house not just a brick maybe a house <laughs> fell down we were like oh and we finally looked up patty and we realized oh my gosh we've been in this dribble wheel going 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 and now we're looking up and we're like wait that way wasn't serving us at all it was only serving everybody else and um and we don't want to do that that way anymore and so now it's like oh well let's reimagine and let's figure out how we would move it forward and how we would do things in the in the future and that's been such an exciting process but I think collectively we're all in that moment or heading to that moment like that's probably why all this
3: happened right I don't know why it happened but it's happened and but when you have so many people over the last four years calling for change something has to change in our species something has to change with humans something has to change with humanity well it's here yeah we're in it and it is a moment of deep contemplation I don't think there's anyone that I know that isn't contemplating and Looking at themselves in some form or other. Yeah. And then you have the family dynamic on top of it. You know, people are, you know, the gratitude that's coming out of, oh my God, I'm so grateful for the teachers of my kids. I'm so teaching, you know, I'm so grateful for the schools. You know, I was, you know, I, the things that we took for granted
0: mm-hmm.
3: are also being brought to the surface you know the people that helped us move forward the people that even our practice we kind of took for granted and now people are starting to see um the things that are important and they're prioritizing things differently and there's many things that are, you know, everybody's in different, you know, um, situations in this uh, pandemic. You know, some people are dealing with huge amounts of loss. Uh, some people are have lost their jobs. Some people have lost their businesses. So every and some people are doing really well on Zoom. Some people are doing really well with their online businesses. And it's it's there's so many different facets happening um but i feel that there's this you know better together we're all in this together um when i was doing the tapping together uh, videos early in march and april you know there's this togetherness that i think people are really uh recognizing right now
0: Well, because we're together in a different way, Patty. think about it. Trying to get any of us to be present pre-COVID was a massive feat. Now, Mm -hmm. we're home, we're not running around like you said, we're not going to dinner, so we are more present. So I think we have the ability to connect better Mm -hmm. than ever. Like I was speaking at Tony Robbins seminar last week, and we had 23,000 people on a Zoom from 138 countries. And I was afraid I wouldn't be able to connect with people because they were on Zoom. I felt them so deeply and they nice. were so in it. And I'm like, wow, what an amazing human experiment. And and that's all I, I can think is that because our lives have calmed down in some ways, obviously, like the the massive chaos that we used to run in, right? <laughs> now we're a little bit more grounded to be able to see things, to feel things, to connect better. Um, I know I'm connecting better with people too in a weird way.
3: Yeah, because we're encountering each other, Hmm. because there's no audience participation, whether you're a yoga teacher or a meditation teacher in your, um, or, or someone like yourself, you know, there's no audience. And the connecting through the people who are listening right now are, it's so rich and so deep because it's energetic. You know, I was using Zoom. I started using Zoom five years ago. Hmm. And, you know, my, my students and people were so grateful that they could attend circles and gatherings and workshops from Paris, from Seattle, from Boston, from Scotland, from Brazil, everywhere. So almost that my community were already resistant free of the Zoom thing, of the computer thing. So they were seeing the gratitude of other people who couldn't be there in person, that when it came to this transition, over they were also so grateful that they could still uh, we could still encounter each other we could still be in each other's vibe, each other's energy each other's um, we could still shift things yeah because so- we had this and that's a level of of gratitude that I think we need to um, get into and and, and really acknowledge. Yeah, and also being considerate of people that everybody's going through this and different. Some people don't have any tools, some people are finding this like they're having an existential crisis. Yeah, you know, even just the gesture of when you go out and letting someone out in traffic because you don't know where they're going, they could be going to the hospital, they could be going to get a test that they're worried about, they could be, you know. Having to sit outside their grandparents' house because they can't go in, mm-hmm. you know. So as being considerate, you know, I think we talk about being kind. There's a lot of this: oh, be kind to others. But I think we need to take a step back to the from the kindness first and just be considerate of others yeah. that we don't know other people's experiences of what they're going through right now, and they don't know yours.
0: Yeah,
3: Patty. And I... having that awareness,
0: I wonder have you been able to do any Reiki sessions on anyone with COVID? I wonder.
3: I'd send, uh, none of my students have taken, which there's hundreds uh, of, uh, uh, of COVID, but you know, some friends of friends that one was in the hospital and, and they, you know, uh, on a, on a, on a incubated. And then he, he came to and, and was released. Um, but we collectively, send energy to the people who have it got it who are in that space in the in between space because they're ha- they're heavily medicated yeah. so we send energy to them
0: so you're able to do not officially reiki um, when you're not in front of somebody but energetically you can send them energy right
3: I oh, know I can do right air reiki a distance you can Yes, I was
0: watching one of your videos, and I I saw you, and you were talking about how you, when you do Reiki over someone, you're looking for heat in the body, cold, yeah. anything stuck, um,
3: tingling. You know, tingling is a sign that there's inflammation or the start of a disease. Is a combination of energy coming together, and it's starting to be an infection, or the person is extremely run, run down. And it's going to go into in Ayurveda. We call it the the ojas. The ojas is your reserves of energy. In Western uh, talk, that's uh, I'm running on empty.
0: Got
3: it. Yeah, running on empty. So when you feel depleted and you go into the ojas, that's when you start to have autoimmune diseases.
0: Mm. So how you do you how do you do Reiki when you're not with somebody? And you can't feel well, because everything is energy, it's
3: everything is is vibration. So I'm connecting in to that person's vibration through time and space. Uh. I can even send it back. My students at level two will send energy back to each year in their life to integrate what I call the glitches which are the two-year-old that's having a tantrum, but it's in a 48-year-old woman. Wow. You know, the five-year-old, the 14-year-old, the 18, the thing that you went through and you send energy. So you're creating a ripple. You're creating a paradox. <laughs> it's oh like, oh. And then we send it forward as well. Well, because, because- you're right, because
0: Anita Morjani, when she was on the show, was talking about how, you know, time on the other side you know, pre- past and present are all, and future are all you know yes. the same. Yes. So, so you're saying the similar a similar thing. You're saying because yes. we know that you, when you're working with people, can send energy to the two year old because the two year old and the forty two year old here can they're just different energy lines, like different highways are on. It
3: activates. You know, when you have that CEO who's having a ten- temper tantrum. Uh-huh there's your two-year-old right there not getting its way
0: yeah 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 like earlier i was uh having a mini tantrum of my own um and i'm i'm realizing oh my god that was me dealing with unreasonable people in my family growing up yes and it's just happening all over again wow yes oh Uh,
3: yes and you and when you send the energy back you never really know what you're going to come it's like the unknown you don't know what's going to come up you send it back to a year and you think oh that was a really good year and then you remember or you feel this clearing and then you're like oh i know what this is and then there's the years that you think were really hard tough years and you send energy and it takes you know no time at all so you can never really quite tell. And it is, a, it is a, an act of faith that my students put in the process because they want to clean it and they want to integrate the system.
0: How long does it take to clear out all of the tantrums of the
3: past? <laughs> like... Sometimes people, well, they have, they, they have to do it in 30 days, but it, 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 uh, they're not consecutive. So sometimes they need to take a break. Or sometimes they delay the process because things start to shift very quickly in the present so it usually takes on average a year and though over the years it used to be it could take people three years it could take people five years some people never finished it because they don't want to forgive certain things they don't want to integrate they want that glitch still there protecting them that is um also derailing them
0: because it's too hard.
3: uh They just don't want to go there.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: And that's something I let them sit with until they say, "Okay, maybe I need to have a session on this, or maybe I need to blow this up, or need I need maybe, maybe I need to do a burning on this, or maybe I really need a whatever." As we'll do it.
0: And I think it's like Popeye or something. It was like, I can't stand it no more. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so they yeah. finally get to that place like, okay, I got to do this.
3: But then they also <laughs> send it to future things. You know, I sent energy to this this today. From yesterday.
0: What from did you our,
3: send? Our, our better together today. Oh. I sent energy to this.
0: Oh. And what? how did you do that? What did you do?
3: I sat yesterday and I, you know, tuned into your name, into Jeff's into better together what you're creating here and the vibration. And I use certain frequencies and vibrations to, you know, through time and space, Mm -hmm. tomorrow already exists, right? Because the past, the present, and the future are happening simultaneously. That's what they tell you. So there's the pen, right? There's the timeline. So there's today. There was yesterday. And there's tomorrow. So if I'm sending energy to you know tomorrow I'm sending it in the timeline because that's how we think of time as flat but if I turn the pen that way it's all on the scene wow <laughs> so if I send energy to like an interview that I'm going to or a meeting that I'm going to then I don't need to worry
0: you're setting the tone yeah yeah
3: I'm already sending that energy and also saying to myself, well, why am I worried? I've sent energy to it. Interesting. And I know this works because I'm also tuned into it. So there you go.
0: Yeah, I did that. I did that before um, an event where I was going to have to face somebody that had been not kind. And so before I went to the event, I did a meditation and I – Asked that this be a a positive encounter and that um, the person saw the truth in their heart and recognized it and, you know, moved on from it and whatever. And and after I did it, I felt really good. And I was like, okay, I'm going to walk in. I'm going to do my thing. I didn't do anything wrong. Um, And the energy completely shifted somebody who was not nice at all and then all of a sudden they were super nice yeah and so I've I've dabbled but I (laughs) I really like sharing some of these stories with people to let them know what we're really capable of if we actually put our attention there
3: yes yeah it's uh it's also knowing that when we worry we can we're creating that worry of it going to be a confrontation. Mm. We're also walking in with that vibe, with that energy, and that energy, we're all reading each other's energy when we walk in a room. Yeah. Someone looks at you and they're like, I don't like their vibe. Or I don't like, you know, or oh, I love that vibe. I love what you know, who's that who's that person? You know, and they gravitate towards you. People are reading each other's energy all the time. They do it in interviews, first 30 seconds they know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's true. something that we have to uh begin to harness so that we energetically feel into what feels right for you. It's like when I'm working with kids and I say to kids, if something doesn't feel right, run. Yeah. Because children are very energetically aware. They don't know why they're repelled by someone. They don't know why something doesn't feel right. But sometimes they don't give themselves permission to run or say what they need to say because they're too afraid. They don't want to be rude to an adult. They don't want to be. So I try and activate that in kids as well as activate it in adults. Yeah, it's like listen to your gut at any age. The gut and the the gut and the brain. I think I lost you there. <laughs> no, we're here. You know the Chinese call the gut the the brain of the stomach. And when you were in the womb, the brain and the stomach and the brain and head was the same. And then it splits. And then there is a, a, a nerve, the vagus nerve, that goes down the spine into the stomach. So imagine this is this is your intuition, right? This is your knower. And your gut is your instincts. And when these things are lined, your intuition tells you, go talk to that person over there. And your instincts, yeah, 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 yeah. That feels right. And you walk towards them so your your intuition your instincts are a way for you to know what's next for you know what is right for you and sometimes even sitting with it because right now there's some people that are like I don't know whether I stay in my apartment or not or if I stay you know in New York or if I stay in Florida and just sitting with that okay I, I I don't know, but I know I do know. And I'm gonna sit and wait till that thing drops in that tells me what to do, because I, I do know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good reminder because I know a lot of people are struggling with that too. Like, where do I go? Where is my home going to be? Because home is changing because a lot of home was um, I don't know if we just lost power on my camera. Is that what happened? Yeah. Patty, you said a lot of energy to us, I think. Um,
3: maybe I overdid
0: it. <laughs> this is hilarious. Well, you can use that camera right there. That one's on maybe. Just angle that one over. I
3: walked into someone's house once uh-huh. and all the electricity uh, <laughs> tripped. Oh, my God. And the kids' game box all went off. They were like, oh, Patty's here. <laughs>
0: That's so funny. Okay. Well, I mean, this has never (laughs) happened, but this is strange.
3: Um, But we have the rainbow colors on the screen.
0: (laughs) It's so crazy, but we'll get to the bottom of it. But yeah, I think it's an important thing to point out for people because um, a lot of people's home was tied to where their work was and now work is at home. So now you have a free, you know, kind of pass to move your work, where move your home wherever you want to go.
3: Yes, but I actually think that question was in the mix for a while of where would I want to live? Where would I want to be if I could live anywhere? Yeah. you know That question had been asked starting 10 years ago when people started to travel and work from home and do YouTube stuff and become influencers and do all this different thing. You know, they were like, oh, where would I want, where do I really want to live that isn't attached to, you know, a city that i have to be in yeah having to be there is not the same as as really wanting to be there yeah absolutely well, so i think there's a and also companies look at all the companies that have said all oh, through to 2021 you were going to be able to work from home this might be a permanent thing oh yeah so this is going to change the demographics this is going to change people saying you know what i want to have a farm i want to have a ranch mm-hmm. i want to have you know uh, uh an apartment and you know in another city in a smaller city a smaller town you know it's really it, it and it may even bring some life to some of these smaller towns that have been struggling yeah absolutely
0: i know i've always wanted a ranch with a lot of animals so i feel like we're heading in that direction ourselves as well
3: yeah i mean i've been thinking about it (laughs) (laughs) i'm like oh rescuing many horses and goats and pygmy goats yes that that sounds nice while people are you know coming in circles and healing patty come to
0: connecticut i have i have six i have six lots on this property you can build on one of them i was saying to kelsey this morning on our walk we bought this because there was a lot of acreage involved. And I was like, oh, this is a great doomsday property. That's what me and Kevin said. And...
3: <laughs> well, it's here. <laughs>
0: well, it's kind of here. And I was like,
3: well... But let's make doomsday the smoothie. Yeah, the smoothie watercolor. day. So for and our smoothie day... And into, uh, in, into the butterfly.
0: Yeah. Well, now I was like, we could pick people that we want to live with us on here. We can live off the land. We can have animals. And we have a massive garden. And I'm like... We can have, like, our own little community in here. It would be amazing. So, Patty, I would love for you to be here. We would have so much fun.
3: Wouldn't it be fun? It would be, like, so joyous. Oh, well, and I want to
0: throw retreats that's... here. I wanted to do Better Together retreats. Yeah. And it's it's beautiful here. It's so peaceful. So it might be happening. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. It, you know, <laughs> I've been thinking about next year and thinking because right now they're are traumas happening that are silently happening in people's lives. you know the self-isolation is making people anxious, depressed, yep. it's changing their behaviors. But we won't know what those things are. You know, like when you are you're in a trauma and you're so in the trauma that you' the cortisone's going in your body and you don't really know until two years later, three years later how that affected you. Look at nine eleven, people I worked with after nine eleven were realizing how that changed their decision making process mm. of where they wanted to live, what they wanted to do, how they shut down, how they became um, fearful. And it changed them. And this is going to change people as well uh and I want you to know that we we don't know what those things are right now mm-hmm. but just to ponder that of okay you know because people don't turn agoraphobic overnight it's little things oh well I can have things delivered oh well I, and I don't like to go out or I get anxious now when I get at, when I go out to the grocery store Yeah. So now we have to, you know, I was even thinking, you know, do I just get a Winnebago, take my two dogs and do town halls next year? And do what? And do town halls, you know, to tap on people. Totally. You know, and. Patty on the road. Yeah, because it's, it's, um, people are really going to need to clear some of the things that, this has brought up for them, yeah. or uh, that they haven't even energetically they can feel it. Emotionally, they haven't branded it yet. Yeah, absolutely. energetically they can feel. People say, "I feel dense right now. I feel paralyzed. I feel um, I'm taking a lot of naps. I get shut down. Yeah, I'm eating too much. I'm emotionally tranquilizing through food. So there's a lot of things that are going to be needed. We're gonna have to address it post this. And even like, you know, right now people are recognizing their behaviors that are not congruent with who they are. Oh, yes,
0: yes, yes, yes.
3: But it's recognizing it and saying, that's okay, you're just scared, you're just anxious, but what is the cause? Oh, it's bringing up my abandonment issues, it's bringing up me being rejected, it's bringing up my fear of being alone, and now I feel alone. Mm -hmm. So, let's move through that. Yeah. And let's do, you know, uh, the dynamic tapping on it. You know, I just did two workshops, um, you know, because I've been doing this work for, as you know, like nearly 20 years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people were asking me what I was, I was getting all these emails after Heal of like, oh my God, I do this tapping, but I'm not getting the shifts that I felt when I watched Heal. So what is it that you're doing differently? What is it you and it's the energy, you know, because some people don't even know emotionally how they feel. Mm-hmm. They just feel shut down. Yeah. They haven't even unpacked it or uh, said, oh, you know what it is? It's that thing that happened to me when I was 18. Yeah. <laughs> they, they just feel like a house has been dropped on them. That's what you said. So that's what I would start with with the person. Okay, let's start with, it feels like a house has been dropped on me. It feels like I'm in this magnetic energy that's dragging me down. I feel like I can't get out of bed in the morning. I feel, I feel, I feel. And then we start to chip away at that. So I I wrote a book to kind of just unpack it and break it down. Because when you've been doing something Mm -hmm. so naturally with people that are really signing up to go there since you know years ago then i've been not just working in a laboratory i've been working with real life trials of people Mm -hmm. with diagnosis Mm -hmm. and creative blocks and inherited beliefs and work being in hostile environments and really you know veterans with ptsd so when you really have when you've seen this work over nearly two decades, it's time it was time for me to say, okay, how can I put this together to give tools? And I did two workshops with the community for them to ask questions and work with each other and you know test it out on each other and you know buddy up and they were getting huge results. So for me, it's now, okay, let's get the book out. Let's get videos out so to to give people exercises, tools that they can do. I love
0: it. Patty, what's your website for people to um, go to to get more on this? Because I know I want to watch the workshops. Um,
3: Pause Enjoy. PauseEnjoy.com. And it's the same on uh, Pause Enjoy. I think it's with Patty on uh, YouTube. And at the beginning beginning of COVID, we we did um a twenty one day because everybody went into panic, right? In, mm-hmm. the, in March. And I said, Okay, let's do twenty one days of meditating and I'll send you energy and we'll see what topics come up at the time. And it was funny because Governor Como did um uh, pause. That's <laughs> I was funny. like, yeah, you know, let's let's pause then what does pause stand for it stands for you know patience antibodies unity surrender equanimity and when we went through all the other other days of what was coming up in the moment and then i edited it as best i could because i'm not a production company you know in a little video app and just put it up on and people are still doing those meditations and and seeing how helpful they are and then i did (laughs) some tapping together where it would just be me tapping on myself and you just copied me and went with the flow we went into stream of consciousness and I did tapping for you know my father was telling me how he was feeling what he was heating down the park other guys were telling me but they would never come on and do a tap along with me because they didn't want to go into that vulnerability on camera yeah <laughs> because They're not, you know, they're just, they just don't want that. So they, but they were like, this is what to do in the tap along for guys. So I did a tapping together for guys. And then I did a tap along with students of mine who were like, I want to share this with family and friends because I know how much this helps me.
0: Patty, thank you for bearing with us through all of our, um, our technicalities here. There's a lot of energy, as you said, but, um, but I'm excited. (laughs) I feel like, um, There's so many great nuggets in here for people um, who um, may have needed permission um, and may need to kind of look at their limiting beliefs and acquire the tools. And you are definitely um, a gift and we love you and we're so grateful for you to share your knowledge and everything that you do to add um, good energy into this world. You're amazing. Thank you. All Thank right. You. Well, we will see you soon. I'm going to reach out to you. Cause mm-hmm. I think we need, we need to get Kevin for sure. A little bit of love. Um,
3: <clears throat> All blast. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, you're, you're already making those decisions, but they're getting in the back door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kevin's letting them in the back door. Patty, oh
0: my gosh. <laughs> Patty Kelsey is dying right now. Cause she literally is watching it happen. I, I, I have to oh keep laying goodness. the hammer down with him. He's like, oh, well, this person's really nice. I'm just going to let them leave stuff here. I'm like, no, you just said that they just took so advantage of you and like made a mess. And what? Like, I mean, this is, you know, out of context, obviously, you don't know what I'm talking about. But I'm like, no, everybody, get it out. Get it done. What is going to make you happy? Because he just keeps well, giving in and going. <laughs> they going in the back door. You're so, so right.
3: True. Well, tell Kevin that he's actually enabling yeah person Mm -hmm. oh yeah and he's also cheating the person of doing their own work on themselves yep he's cheating them of their own activation Yep. by doing it for them
0: oh you know it's kind of
3: like people with kids know that it's like if i keep doing this for my kid when is the kid going to um you know, like, right, you know, one of my, one of my students had said that their child was asking why, but why, but why? And I said, well, ask them, why do you think that is? Yeah. yeah. And they started doing that and they stopped saying it. They stopped asking.
0: That's hilarious. Well, I'm going to get you with Kevin. Um, thank you so much as always. Oh, thank you. And, thank you. And as we'll, always. we will talk soon. You oh, soon. Man. Take care. Guys, I am so sorry for all the technicalities. <laughs> um, this is hilarious. Kelsey.
1: Dude, I don't even know. <laughs>
0: Wait, can I, I just take even... a picture of your hair <laughs> right now? Don't move. Don't oh, move. No. Don't move. This is just for oh, your purposes. No. <laughs> I just. I'm like. <laughs> poor Kelsey is having I'm, I'm
1: over here like
0: having a calm heart attack like every, you are staying calm oh, and trying. she still smiles through all the shit I'm which trying. is awesome but thank you guys for joining us I don't know where you are if you can see me anymore but <laughs> they can um, see you they can see you but you can find uh, Patty as we said at her website you can also find her on social media at Pause and Joy you can find Jeff Crane Graham uh, at kelsmeyer too, at Maria Menunos, and remember be nice people I'm aborting this mission quickly. Be nice people, make good choices, and be present.
1: (laughs) Oh, man.